about six months from now, uh, things are going well. You're running the Valve. It's doing really great. Consistently getting really great crowds. Comics love doing it. Things are going pretty fucking good, right? This particular weekend, you have uh, you have a new comedian headlining for the first time. His name is James McElroy. James McElroy. The third. <laughs> is he funny? It's all right. What kind of comedy does he do? Uh, observational humor. It's kind of one-linery. So kind of middle of the road? Yeah. Okay. He's just a guy. So. New guy in town. Okay. Moved here from Minnesota. Minneapolis. And he's he's headlining a weekend or is he just Yeah, yeah. He came into town like he's he's done club work and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Why not? Weekend goes great. You're uh you're cleaning up at night. Had some pretty good tips. Things are going really fucking good. You're putting the beer away. You know, it's you, uh Michael Park, the doorman. What did Michael think of uh, the act? He sometimes we sometimes talk about it afterward. He didn't really hear it. He said he was watching, busy watching two guys fight in the middle of Sixth Street. He was just watching him. Yeah, he was just he was taking bets. <laughs> yeah. He was coordinating uh, several people. Like, yeah, he had a book going and stuff. Like, Michael Michael made seventeen thousand dollars. That yeah, betting dude. on it. Yeah, just there were a lot of people betting. It was like a long fight. Jeez. Yeah, even the cops were betting on it. <laughs> It was pretty cool. All right. Well, I'm glad he made a little bit of cash. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he made pretty good. You're like, what the fuck was going on? He tells you and he goes, 17 large. And he <laughs> he like thumbs through a roll of hundreds right in front of you. <laughs> and uh, he goes, don't need this shit anymore. And Wait, he, what? Yeah. He, uh, he quits. He quits. He's made 17 grand in one night. You know, that's what he's going to make in a year. The Valve, if that just, you know. He's a doorman. A couple nights a week, right? He walks out. He stands at the at the door of the bar. He takes a big drag off a cigarette. He goes, "Hey, Pat, <laughs> go fuck yourself." <laughs> Why does and he he, hit he me? flicks a lit cigarette into the velveta room? <laughs> he throws it into. Why is he mad? Why does he hate me? He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't hate you. Why does he? He said, "Fuck you," and he threw it. He a- laughs when he says it, and he walks away. He cackles, so you don't really know if he means it or not. Okay. Uh, so as he's like walking away, you see like a, a van pull up down like Sixth Street. Yeah, and you're like you you step out. You're like hey, Michael, what the fuck? And you you step out and you see this van pull up and they grab him and they pull him into the van and then they peel out and they haul ass away. Oh, okay. Yeah. What would you do? I <laughs> call the cops. Uh, you call the cops and they're like nine one one. This is Brenda. I'm a I'm a Sagittarius. Uh, hey Brenda. Uh, my name's Pat. I'm a cancer. Uh, I just saw my door guy get kidnapped. You have a door guy? Listen to you, 99% or 1%. I get him confused. No, it's just I, I, I bartended at a comedy club. He's just, he, he works for me. It's not that weird. Because he got kidnapped? Yeah. Is he a kid? Are you? Well, I guess he got abducted. Yeah, so he's not a kid. Oh, okay. Well, those are different. Because he got abducted. You see what what happened? car pulled up and just grabbed what kind, of, what kind of car i don't remember she says well 
you know what, Pat? If you can't help us, he's as good as dead. Oh, geez. And then she hangs up on you. What? Yeah. She thought you were pranking her because, like, why wouldn't you remember anything? I mean, he, you're like good friend and doorman yeah, Michael I, Park. Just I got immediately forgot. I feel abducted. bad. But so you're like, what the fuck? You go to call back and then your phone rings. Yeah. And it says unknown. I pick it up. I say, hey, Pat, how you doing? I'm all right. Who is this? This is uh, Tyler down at Lanolax. How's it going, buddy? Uh, not that great. What's up? My door guy just got kidnapped. Oh, Michael? Yeah. Oh, you know him? Yeah, yeah, we got him. Look, we um what? We just yeah. And you hear and you hear in the back, you hear him, Hey, is that Pat? <laughs> and they're like they're like, Yeah, he goes, Hey Pat. Yeah, he says hi to you through there. <laughs> so he doesn't sound like he's in like bad shape or anything. Uh, yeah, Michael, are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Seventeen large. <laughs> and you hear him thumbing through that money again? He goes, by the way, I'm really not coming back next week. Okay. All right. He goes, so, uh, yeah, look, we've got Michael Park. Um, I don't know if he knows this. Uh, we're going to kill him unless you uh, participate in the best banjo playing comedy club manager in Austin contest. All right. They go, really? That's yeah, it? to save Michael Park's life, I'll I'll enter it. Okay, well, uh, and I have to win. Yo, oh yeah, you got to win. Everybody else, there, everybody else is gonna die. Yeah, jeez, you got to win it. Okay, I mean, I'll step up. I don't think there's that many comedy club managers in Austin who Austin yeah. who play banjo. Yeah. I play banjo. I'm okay at it. I used to be pretty good. They're like, okay, well, uh, yeah, I guess can we uh, can we use the Velveeta room? We need our regular place is backed out. Uh, what was what was your regular place? There's a Ruby Tuesdays out on Fifty First Street. They book they booked a twelve top in the banquet room, so we we can't do it there. <laughs> yeah, well, you can do it at the Velve. All right, what time are you gonna be there to open it up? Seven. You make it six? Sure. All right. Okay. We'll we'll see you at six. This is, right. Okay. This is really weird. So you go to the Velvet room at it's six a o'clock. Weird phone call again. You're standing there. There's a, a group of three guys standing outside the door. They're all in black suits. They all have a red L over their heart. Shit. And he's like, hey, it's Tyler. It's me. Thanks for being here at six. What would you say? I'd say, hey, Tyler. Uh, thanks for meeting me. You just let him in? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. So you let him in. You go behind the bar. You're like, well, I may as well get ready because I don't have my Michael Park anymore. I have to go get everything. So you're already kind of feeling his absence. I can't believe these guys abducted Michael Park. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Why do they do it? I don't know. I mean, they they have this contest. I'm just telling you what happens. (laughs) What the fuck? So you load up, right? You get all the beer together. You get everything set up for the night. And you see people start coming in. And they have... um, Michael Park is chained up outside the valve. He's chained up to like the pipes next door and they're like making him bark. <laughs> and he's, he's going live at the Velveeta room. <laughs> the best banjo playing comedy club manager in Austin. And nobody's weirded out by the fact that he's chained up. No, one of those guy in a landlock suit that has like a cattle prod up against his neck. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's like clearly being held there against his will. But, but no one nobody cares. says anything. No. Okay. Well, yeah. So the club fills up. 
He's he's good at what he does. Yeah, I'll and, give him uh, that. He, he barks them all in, and the club fills up. And the Tyler, the guy from Lanolex, he he kind of goes on stage. He's like, "Hey, everybody, thanks for coming to the best banjo playing comedy club manager in Austin. Are you guys excited?" And people just fucking lose it, man. People are so excited. He goes, this is the 43rd year of this competition. And it's just like, people are just so pumped for this. Okay. Right. It's got so, history. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like serving drinks and stuff. You got your old banjo in the corner. Sure. What's your banjo's name? I've never named it. Yeah, you did. I mean, by, by this time you did. It was named. Maybelline. Maybelline. It was named that because you bought this thing off the internet. And it makes uh it makes it's like a cover for the banjo and it makes it look like a Maybelline compact pouch, you know, like the the makeup. It looks just like like you're opening one of those little things a compact with a mirror on the inside. Yeah. It's also mirrored on the inside. So that way when you go to open it, you can look at your banjo and say, Have a good day today. You always give yourself some positive affirmation when you open up the banjo. Okay. So they go up one at a time. Every comedy club in Austin has a representative there. There's 13 people there. Jeez. Yeah, there's a lot of places you don't really know about. There's like a uh, like an Asian comedy club. You know how there's like urban rooms? Yeah. There's like every sort of like ethnicity, every ethnic niche of comedy has their own representative there. Yeah. And they're all just like, I don't know. None of us like play the banjo. You this know? is so unbelievably weird. Yeah. So what would you do? I'd ask them if, if anyone they knew was being threatened. And like, yeah, like everybody who like all of our doormen. It's just our door guys. <laughs> you look up and you see John from Cap City. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? He's like, I'm only here because I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going along with it he's not even like tied up or anything they're pretty fucking intimidated of him oh man yeah he's got on a hat that clearly has a spy camera on it <laughs> he's recording this whole thing it's all being uploaded to the cloud this is so strange <laughs> okay. so there's like 13 different people on stage and one at a time tyler brings them up and he's like uh, he introduces the the door person he's like this is so and so they've worked at this place for xyz years and tells a little couple fun facts about him and then the manager of the club will go up and play some on the banjo so because you're working the bar they're going to have you go last so everybody goes up there's judges there right everybody goes up just in front of you uh they're like, okay, next representing the uh, True Texan Comedy Club in Austin is Charlie Daniels. <laughs> Banjo legend Charlie Daniels strides on stage. Hold on. So he is... <laughs> He's the manager there. And he books comedy yeah. in Austin. He loves it, dude. And he, I've, only, I've... he only books like True Texans, like Southern. He's It's a Southern club, you know? And they I had all the blue collar guys. I never knew about this. No, because you're not a true Texan, Pat. Yeah, I wasn't born here. Uh, okay. I just watch. How does it go? So he fucking destroys. God obviously, damn. he's Charlie Daniels. He's the best goddamn banjo player. Right. He does the whole devil went down to Georgia. People, the audience is singing along with it. People are so fucking into it. 
This sucks. Yeah. I thought I had this. Yeah. I thought I had this guaranteed, man. Yeah. So he he just crushes it, right? Destroys. Brings the house down. He gets a standing ovation. He plays for another 90 minutes. <laughs> right? People are chanting his name. Six people carry him out on their shoulders. Everybody empties out. And then they're like, all right, Pat, uh, you're up. This is for to save Michael Park's life. Okay. I go up there and I play. You play. It does not go very well. Because they don't like it? or because- No, everybody left when Charlie Daniels left. It's like even the judges are like, why? We don't need to hear anything else. How was my how was my playing? It's okay. It was all right. Just all right. Okay. So they come oh. back in and Tyler uh, brings the judges back. They're all lit, right? They're they were just out drinking. <laughs> they were gone for like 90 minutes. Totally forgot. Michael's still chained up outside. Everybody comes back inside. And you're just like, hey, what the fuck? What's going on? I'm getting ready to close up. And Tyler, he goes, No, we can't have that. He goes, we gotta, we gotta finish the show. So he brings everybody up on stage, and uh, he goes, coming in last place, and then he'd name whoever it was, and then he would shoot both people in the head. Oh, jeez, the tour guy and the performer. Yeah, both of them. Fuck. Yeah. Man, so this he goes isn't through. Good at all. He goes through one by one, and they they kill everybody. Jeez. Till it gets to you. What is it? What is the crowd's response to this slaughter? They fucking love it, dude. They love it. This is the 43rd year. They love it. I guess it's nothing Yeah, new. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so they get up to you and they go, second place, Patine. Would Fuck. you do anything? I would I would just go, I'd sigh and put my head down. Yeah, you would just take it? Yeah. There's. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? I don't know. Would you have a fucking moment of like cowardice? I would, would, you, would, I would you do I would, anything? I would bow my head for a moment. Yeah. And at the last second, I would have a change of heart. I'd steal myself. Yeah. I'd grab my banjo. I'd swing it at the nearest guy with a gun. Yeah. To try to steal his gun. So I'm you shoot my way out of there, dude. Fuck <laughs> this. You fuck uh, this. You you grab your banjo and uh you say that thing that's on Arlo Guthrie's banjo. Like, this is not a weapon or whatever. This oh, is. this machine destroys fascists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you say this thing that this machine destroys, and then you couldn't think of a word to rhyme with it that still made sense, so you just swung the banjo, and you hit this guy right in the head, and he drops his gun, and you kind of like turn and look, and you put your arms up in the air, and you kind of celebrate for a second, and then you don't really feel it, but you feel just like a big country paw, a big old (laughs) man's hand on the top of your skull, Oh shit! and it like yanks your head back, and then you feel... The razor sharp edge of Charlie Daniels' bow across your throat. And then he sends you to hell. He cut me with the devil because of that song. He cut me with a bow. Yeah, he cut you with a bow. And then because of that song, he's gotten in with the devil now and he's sending you to hell forever. Charlie Daniels has the power to send people to hell? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That in with Christ. And then he looks at Michael Park and he goes, You know what? I kind of like you. And Michael's, Thanks, Charlie. And then he walks out, and before he walks out, he turns to Charlie, and he goes, 17 large! <laughs> and Charlie's like, that's a good take, brother. And then Michael walks past the valve, and he throws another lit cigarette inside, <laughs> and burns the building down, and everybody else dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And he walks away <laughs> into the sunset. A <laughs> <The> hero. <laughs> How is he a hero? He got out of there with 17 large, brother. All right.